Good evening. It is tonight. It's time for today's tax talk. I am your host. I'm attorney Stephen Leahy. It is Wednesday, April 6th, the year of our Lord, 2022. Now, I had a couple phone calls today about this, this very issue about someone living here in Illinois and working in Indiana. Uh, another one where a, a woman's, uh, her son was in, is in the military, hasn't been to Illinois in many years, but Illinois still wants to collect their taxes from him. That's actually a different issue. But that's what we're going to talk about today, about living in one state, working in another. Who gets your taxes? Won't you join us? Mm-hmm. You think I had this down by now? I'm working on it. Uh, it is a work in progress. So welcome back to the program. Uh, again, the, a lot of people now, especially with COVID, uh, this issue really has come to the forefront because so many people now can work anywhere. And uh, their job, maybe you lived in Wisconsin and you, drove into, and you drove into downtown Chicago every day. I know a lot of people that did that. Or in Indiana, you lived in Indiana and you drove to Chicago every day uh, to work. And uh, so many people do that. Many people live in Illinois and travel into Indiana, as I mentioned. So this is a common, it's become more common now than ever before. So then the the question becomes, where do I pay my taxes? And do I have to pay taxes twice if I live in Indiana and Illinois? I mean, if I work in Indiana, but I live in Illinois, do I pay two taxes? The answer is maybe. (laughs) <laughs> That's just the you know generally a, a lot the law is going to give you well it depends and so there's a good article here I'm gonna I'm gonna read it's 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 linked down in the description so you could follow this yourself but um, so let's go to the uh, let's go to the story and we'll we'll figure it out so here it is uh, I live in one state and work in another where do I pay taxes so. Again, uh, I want to give the Mr. McGinnis credit. It's, uh, it's it, this is a very good explanation, and that's why I like to use it. it uh, the only two certainties in life are death and taxes. And when you go to file your taxes, you may start to prefer the former. Okay, even if you thought you had some income tax thing down, it's possible that COVID has changed your tax picture. Maybe you moved to a new, a more rural area where COVID wasn't spreading as fast. Maybe you got laid off and had to find a new job. Perhaps you're couch surfing with a relative to save money. Whatever the reason you do it, your taxes can get complicated if you live in one state and work in another. We'll be honest. This is a tax scenario with a lot of ifs and buts, and it can be tough to wrap your brain around all the rules. But don't worry, though. We're going. We're here to help you through it. Let's jump right in. Uh, the short answer is it depends. First, the good news: Congress passed a law in 2015 that forbids double taxation. This means that if you live in one state and work in another, only one state can tax you. You you may still have to pay income tax to more than one state, but you can't be taxed twice on the same money. You won't you won't need uh, you won't need to to worry about paying income tax in multiple states, even if you have to file more than one return. 
When you live in one state and work in another, the state where you work usually gets to tax you and you will withhold the appropriate amount from your paycheck each week. In this situation, you will have to pay out-of-state taxes. At the end of the year, you will re- file two returns. You'll file, uh, you'll file a non-resident state return in a state you worked on it list only the income you earn in that state and the and only the tax you paid in that state. You'll then file a resident state return in the state where you live. On this return, you will list all of your income, even that which you earned out of state. Don't worry, though. There is usually a place on the return where you can report and get credit for the taxes you paid to your work state. None of that is often the way things... Note that is often the way things work. You simply pay tax in the state where you work. As always, however, things aren't quite as so simple when the tax man cometh. Things are different in the the two states you're dealing with have a a reciprocal agreement, sometimes referred as a reciprocity agreement. Now, I want to mention that Illinois has reciprocity agreements with a number of states. Indiana is not one of them. And so what will happen is if you work in Indiana, Indiana will, will tax you at their rate and you'll pay taxes. Your company works, I mean, your company is in Indiana. They will withdraw Indiana tax and they will send it to the state of Indiana. The problem is when you when you file the tax return in Illinois for Illinois state taxes, you can get a credit for for Indiana, but Illinois taxes are higher than Indiana's taxes, and so you'll you'll owe money. Even if you got a hundred percent credit on the money that you paid to Indiana, you will still owe money because we have a higher tax rate. Um, so uh, uh, this is a reciprocity agreement. Although it may seem to, f- to begin to feel like when you start asking questions at tax time, you're not the only one that lives in one state and works in another. Some states have planned for this and created reciprocity agreements to make your life easier. Though these, through these agreements, you can live in one state and work in a neighboring state without paying taxes there. Instead of paying taxes where you work, you will pay taxes in your residence state, which is the state where you live. Pennsylvania and New Jersey for example, have an agree- such an agreement. If you live in Pennsylvania, but you work in New Jersey, you pay your to- tax to Pennsylvania, where you live. New Jersey will not withhold any state money from your paycheck. Tra- they will, of course, continue to withhold federal taxes as required. Seventeen different states have these types of agreements in place, so it's worth asking your employer if one applies to your situation. Your company's payroll department should absolutely know about this any applicable reciprocity agreements. If they don't, your state's Department of Revenue will. Note that in order to take advantage of these arguments, you must file an exemption form. In one, our example, you would file an exemption form in New Jersey so that that your employer doesn't ha- does, there won't withhold state taxes from your income in- earned. You would simply pay the tax yourself to the state you live. In this case, remember that most taxes are pay-as-you-go taxes. You may have to make estimated tax payments to your state of residence throughout the year if no employer is withholding them for you. Don't panic if your employer makes a mistake. Let's say you started your new job in New Jersey and filed a tax exemption form because you live in Pennsylvania. Nobody made a mistake. However, 
and the and the uh, somebody made a mistake, however, and the payroll department didn't get the memo. When you get your paycheck, you see that the employer withheld New Jersey income tax from your check, even though they weren't supposed to. There are two ways to fix this, and neither is complicated. You can ask the payroll department to correct the error and refund the money. If no one in the payroll can figure out how to make the computer do that, you can simply wait until the end of the year. At that time, at tax time, you'll you'll file a Pennsylvania tax return and pay what you owe. You'll also file a non-resident state tax return in New Jersey requesting a refund for the taxes you paid. Um, Continuing it with our Pennsylvania, New Jersey example, let's again pretend that you live in Pennsylvania and work in New Jersey. There is a public transportation system that runs buses between the two states, but they really cut back the, their service during COVID. To combat this, you go and stay with your cousin in New Jersey temporarily to be closer to work. Because you live in Pennsylvania, and because this reciprocity agreement, you usually don't pay taxes in New Jersey. But how long can you live there before New Jersey wants the, your money instead of seeing it go to Pennsylvania? Although it can be, it can vary by state. It's common for a state to want to taxes from you if you've stayed more there more than half the year or 183 days. The, these days don't necessarily need to be consecutive. You can bounce back and forth between one state and another. But once you've been around for more than six months, most states want their cut of your money. Other states use different criteria to decide when to tax you. Some allow you to work in the state anywhere from two to 60 days before they start withholding uh, taxes. Others will start taxing you after you earn a certain dollar amount. Some use both criteria. In Georgia, for example, you must have state taxes withheld from your pay after you've worked more than 23 days, earn more than $5,000, or earn 5% or more of your income for the year in, Pen in Georgia. Note that these rules dictate that the state, state starts withholding taxes from your paycheck, not necessarily when you owe them tax. If you work in Georgia for 25 days, for example, they may start withholding state taxes from your pay. If you then stop working in Georgia after day 25, they may not get to keep the money. In that case, you would simply file a return asking for a refund how to file if you lived in two states. I'm not going to get into that. I think it gets a little bit, it's going to get complicated. I got what I wanted out of this about what happens if you live in two different states. You know, that, and uh, as I mentioned, COVID has really changed the, the dynamics here. Um, many people, for, there's a, there was a case in uh, New, New Hampshire where many people that live in New Hampshire went to Massachusetts to work in Boston. And when you lived, when you worked in Boston, again, the state where you worked got the taxed you and you paid taxes to the state you work. New Hampshire doesn't have a state tax. So uh, when people started staying at home, uh, right, when, when people started well, with COVID, they were locked down and they started working from home. So they never went back to Massachusetts. And maybe they still haven't, two years later, still haven't gone to Massachusetts. Well, well, uh, there was this argument that, well, I'm not, I'm not going to Massachusetts anymore. I shouldn't have to pay taxes to Massachusetts. And the New Hampshire government agreed with them. So they brought a, they brought a lawsuit against Massachusetts. And when, when one state sues another, that's what they call original jurisdiction. It goes directly to the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court, in this case, refused to hear it.
I think wrongly. I think that I think if you don't go into a state, they don't have a nexus. There shouldn't be any taxes paid. But they didn't. Uh, they didn't hear the case and they let it stand. So here, here's a. I want to read this short here. In October 2020, New Hampshire filed a bill of complaint with the U.S. Supreme Court, challenging a Massachusetts regulation that reached across the New Hampshire border and imposed an in- income tax on New Hampshire residents working remotely from New Hampshire locations during the pandemic. Eight months after New Hampshire. Filing, the Supreme Court denied New Hampshire's request to hear its complaint. The substance of the dispute and the potential implications of the court's decisions follow. Generally, states may impose tax on income earned by non-residents while working within the state. So when, when you're a baseball player, for instance, and you go to New York to play, they tax you for the you have to pay state taxes for, for the days that you're in New York playing baseball. That's just the, the rules. On October twenty, on April twenty first, twenty twenty, the Massachusetts Department of Revenue adopted a regulation declaring, for the first time, that non-resident income received for services performed outside Massachusetts would be subject to income tax. The Department of Revenue limited the application of this regulation to those individuals working outside the state due to the pandemic and set an expiration date for this provision of ninety days after Massachusetts' state of emergency ends. Other states, most notably New York, have similar rule known as the convenience of the employer rule that has survived state challenges. These, conven- these convenience of the employer rules draw back into the state income earned outside the state when employees work remotely for their own convenience and not at the request of the employer. In its request to the U.S. Supreme Court, New Hampshire argued imposing tax on work done outside the state constituted an unconstitutional extraterritorial assertion of tax. In other words, the regulation imposed tax on New Hampshire residents who earned their incomes from activities they undertook solely within New Hampshire. For example, the entire salary of New Hampshire resident who commuted to work full-time in Boston prior to regulation but has not set foot in Massachusetts for more than eight months continues to be subject to the Massachusetts state income tax as if the employee were still working every day in Boston. Before considering this matter, the U.S. Supreme Court requested the input of the U.S. Solicitor General, the Solicitor General referencing previous restraint shown by by the court in similar matters and a lack of specific factual development, asked the court not to hear the matter. On June 28, 2021, the U.S. Supreme Court denied New New Hampshire's motion for leave to file a complaint in New Hampshire v. Massachusetts. This decision effectively ends any hopes of New Hampshire residents and other taxpayers confronting either the Massachusetts regulation or the convenience of the employer rule of other states. So I thought that was interesting. Uh, you know, a lot again, a lot of people are getting this now because of COVID and that people are working all over. I've, I've addressed this before on the show, especially people who are now living abroad and, and working in uh, United States companies. And then how do they get taxed there? Who withholds the tax? What kind of imposition does this put on employers, you know, that they have to file taxes in all of these other states? Um, so, you know, again, this rule here in Massachusetts kind of makes it easier for the employer. They only have to pay Massachusetts. They don't have to worry about what state you live in to pay taxes there. Will that change? I think most of the states will will try to stand. Hey, wait a minute. You're working in my state. You live here. You work here. You should pay taxes here because everybody's looking for the tax dollar. And that's just the way it is. So, uh, so anyway, that, I thought that was interesting and I wanted to cover it here today. So thanks so much for joining us. Remember... Uh, 
you know, tax tax law is really the core of all uh, news, right? Tax news is really the core of all news. And where do you hear tax news first? Right here on today's Tax Talk. So I'm going to ask you, we want to get this, this content out to others. We need your help to do that. So if we can ask you to like and subscribe and share this inform- this uh, content, we'd very much appreciate it. Uh, you know, I th- again, I think you'd be doing someone a favor by letting them know that, that we're here and that this uh, information is out there for them. And remember, if you owe the IRS money, if you have unfiled tax returns, the you know when you start thinking I got to solve this problem, the first thing you should do, the very first thing you should do, get a copy of my book. Deal with your IRS problem today. Go to freeirsbook.com, freeirsbook.com. That's freeirsbook.com. Get your free copy of Deal with Your IRS Problem Today. So thanks so much for joining us here today, and we'll see you here again tomorrow here on uh, today's Tax Talk. Thanks so much for joining us. Okay.